a great Australian sprinter, nature's type, and Dave McDonald, and look how far they've won by. Can he do it? Chautauqua, he's flying! The autumn sun, boy, you'll have to be good to win from there. Artorias pounces, bombs them, and wins! I've forgotten what this room looked like after a while. It's been it's been a while between innings. Christmas time's that busy time of year for the boys, and this jewelry saluted this year once again. We've been knocking around a fair bit. Some some outs. I had a bowler two weeks ago. Jack's just been Jack, and Jay's here once again, frothing at the bit to get on the show. So he's he's the only man in the studio with me today. So it's just a two man show. JC, how was your Chrissy, mate? Yeah, it's very good, very good. Uh, pretty busy as always. Yeah, catch up with everyone. And uh, what the big man get you? Anything yeah. anything good? Oh yeah, you know if you. Few golf shirts. Yeah, dressed me up for a, another fresh round of golf. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nah, nothing, nothing crazy. But uh, no, it was good. See all the family, catch up with everyone, and yeah, squeeze a few rounds of golf in, which I think you did as well. Yeah, I've, I've been getting out a little bit now. Uh, not overly too much. Been like we've got those nine hole comps yep. at the moment. I've been smashing out, and I, we went out for that. We had that Christmas, like that Christmas Eve, yeah. like lunch thing, and I don't reckon. I reckon I forgot I was playing golf halfway through what yeah. I was. So. Big day. The six schooners before it didn't help, but that's all right. We move on. So we had the last weekend's – like it's kind of the off-season for the racing at the moment anyway, so we really didn't have too much to take out of it, but we just had a quick look through before, and there are a couple of notable runners that we're just going to touch through. And if you want to chuck them in your black book or whatever, just watch them watch them in the future, you definitely should. I only had really one to take out of uh, the Valley, and that's the – he, he was the number one fraud award going around for a while, but Kettle Hill was finally broken through with the help of uh, Dylan Brown McMonagall, Professor McGonagall. Yes, right. I, I, I couldn't like when I was watching it at the time. I got the mate. I got the races mixed up. Like I, I was watching it without audio. I was just watching it on yep. my phone. Yeah. I know. I thought it was the next race where Glentanius was in it. I'm like, oh yeah, this is Glen, like this. I thought it was like the Glentanius race. Yeah. And yep. then when I seen it come through, I was like, oh yeah, like that was favourite. You deserve that. It's all good. And then I seen Cattle Hill come up, and I was like, "Oh, what the fuck? What, what, what fucking race was I watching?" So I was completely out. I had no idea what was going on. Yep. But yeah, geez, like I, I think that the ride was a bit. I think even just early in the day, there was another tight ride um, from an earlier race. So like, oh, so it might have been Celine Gaudry, maybe on Call of Union. I think yep. she took a like a real tight gap of like, oh, these youngsters don't normally take that. But I remember they showed their head on of the. Um, of the Kettle Hill race, and the, it would have been it would have would have even been half a horse gap, yeah. And he's just somehow angled, just bullied him out of the way. So yeah, yep. he, like, I, I think he's from Ireland or something. Yeah, I think he's Irish, maybe. Um, but he's got a good like. If if if, it, if he can keep riding like that with that confidence, he's going to go a long way over here uh, in the land in the land down under. So Kettle Hill was finally broken through, and like, off that win, you. Like, he's always showed a bit of talent, but can never really get it. To, I reckon you've backed him once or yeah, twice in the show he's as well. Let me down a couple of times. So, did you, uh, did you have anything on him on that day? No, I I actually had it written in my notes for for last weekend that um, I couldn't really pick one. Don't mind Kettle Hill, but yeah. I'm too scared to tip him again. So. Yeah, I think I think the whole nation would have been the same feeling yeah. after that. But that's the great game. That's what happens. Exactly. Uh, but he, he's broken through. And down in Sydney, we have another another standout two year old put their put their name forward, Straight Charge, who has only had two races, and his first up race has uh, been beaten by Espionage, I believe it was. Yeah, down at Randwick, and like I think Espionage has come in. I think she, I think it's not the favourite for the Golden Silver, but I, th- I think it's in the top three for the market already. And Straight Charge come out and won by three, three point seven or 3.5. Something ridiculous lengths, and he's since shortened into second favorite for uh, the Magic Millions. I think that's only like two weeks away. Yeah, yeah it's not far away. Yeah, it's like Jan fourteenth or something like yep. that. So he's second favorite now, and Waterhouse and Bot both have, have both the favorites for that. Well, 
first favourite and second favourite, straight charge. And the other one that ran up in uh, Eagle Farm on the day, Storm Boy, that was about $1.30 or something, and it won by, it won by a good length as well. So these Waterhouse two-year-olds at the moment are kicking them, kicking them fair at the moment. Yeah. I think it was in the – yeah, so it was, it was race six uh, at Eagle Farm, race six number one, Storm Boy, uh, Adam Hieronymus and the Waterhouse Spot Stable. It's like especially especially for these two year olds, like I quite like it really suits like it, it suits all their horses, but especially for two year olds when they just need to be if you can train to be up on the speed, like Waterhouse and Bot do naturally, like their two year olds are just ridiculous. Yeah. Like I don't like they've normally got a good two year old racket, but I I, I I remember it was on might have been on like Twitter or something, they're like if like if you had a two year old, like which stable would you send it to? I, I don't I don't even think Waterhouse and Bot were in the top three. Really, I think like the Snowdens were like number one. The Snowdens are, yeah. And who else? It, it, it might have. It, it wasn't Maren. It was some. I can't remember who it was, but I, I think like Warhouse and Bot were only like third or fourth. Yeah. But I like if if, if I had a good two year old with a fair bit of interest in it, I'd be sending it straight to Warhouse and Bot. Yeah, yeah. The Snowdens, like as far as I'm aware, anyway, they have a yeah a bit of a history of. You know, two-year-olds, two-year-olds and yeah. getting them up and about, and they're, they're pretty strong usually. So that makes sense to me. But, yeah, Waterhouse is usually pretty similar as well. Yeah, so time. I don't know what – I don't know if I just caught on the wrong day or whatever, but for, I can remember it really not, even yeah. I was blown away from the weekend. But, yeah, other than that, like it's just – it's kind of the off-season. We didn't have really too much other news going around. We've we've had the sale of Rose Hill be Spruce. I, I don't think it's – I still don't even think it's official yet. Yeah. I think it's just yeah. rumours. I think I heard somewhere that someone said that, all the club members received an email from him saying this is happening, but I don't think it's ever leaked or anything. That's just rumours. Uh, so we might wait on that until like it's more confirmed and we'll go from there. But I think from the rumours I'm hearing now is they're going to try to sell it for $5 billion and then they're going to put like all the money into upgrading Canterbury and Warwick Farm. I think so. They're going yeah. to try and make those two tracks like the other like main metro along yeah. with Randwick. Interesting. Yeah, I don't really like. I, I don't. I don't mind putting there throughout the week, but like, especially, especially like, I don't like. I think a two point five billion dollar development for each of them would be fucking very handy. Yeah. But like the way they're playing now and everything, like they definitely need a bit of an upgrade to be considered a consistent like Saturday grade yeah. metro level like race tracks. I'm guessing they've obviously, like obviously they've assessed yeah. assessed their options and and they might know a fair bit about it than us, but I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We might we might just have them on the we might just have them a bit. Yeah, I just think I don't know. Like, you hear, did you see Gay Waterhouse talk about it? She was pretty. I don't think I did. She no. was pretty vocal about it. Like, yeah, she was. Uh, yeah, pretty disgusted and and like they should be spending the money to try and pull people to the right. track rather, yeah. rather than getting rid of it. And yeah, trying to send them out. Yeah, I, I didn't actually didn't even say it. I think I seen. I think I seen like Wayne. Like I didn't see it, but like I seen like on my Twitter feed that like Wayne Hawks apparently fucking was just like you idiots. Like this is like the biggest, the worst idea racing's ever yeah. had ever. He's a, Pretty opinionated bloke. Yeah, at, so he is. Honest, but, uh, yeah, no, it, I, I think he's upset a fair few people. So yeah. it'd be interesting to see the if fallout it, of it. Yeah, and if, if it actually goes, like, I, yeah, that's I mean, I don't think it's even verified yet. If it's yeah locked in, so it might still get a turnaround. You never know, but that's that's rumor me at the moment. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. All right, so we'll head to another quick. We'll head to a short break now, and then we'll come back with our tips for the weekend. To the week ahead, we I don't even think there's a real main uh, like feat. I think the the feature race of the valley is the gold carrot, I believe. Uh, that's race nine um, at Randwick. I don't even think they've got it. They've just got a, some. They've got, they've got a benchmark hundred. Yeah. 
in there. And then up at Dooman, they've got a couple of stakes races. So this is just like their lead up uh, to the Magic Millions Carnival coming up soon. So they've got a couple of good races uh, in Dooman. But we'll start in Vic as we normally do down under. Uh, I've got, well, I think we've both we've both got a bet in race two, according to me. I've got I've, yep. I've got one in race two. Uh, you can lead the way, mate. I'll give it to you. I'm, I'm going with a favourite. I'm going with favourite a little deep here. I think uh, the only thing I'm unsure about with a little deep is the the barrier where it's going to get to. Yeah. I think there's plenty of speed in the race. Rails it true. Yeah. Hopefully there's not too much bias, but you never know. So it might be worth waiting and seeing. But um, beat Vagrant by two lengths. Last start in the Magic Classic, uh, Magic Millions Classic at Ballarat. That wasn't a heavy track, but yep. Vagrant coming out on the weekend and won Benchmark 70 at Caulfield. So I'm um, pretty happy to go with him. As long as he gets to sit, he might get caught out wide. I don't know. Might get too far back at Moody Valley, but we'll we'll wait and see how the track's playing. Yeah, good Celine. Like Celine Gordon and Carlin Heffield is right out of their fucking skin at the moment. They are absolutely on fire, those <laughs> they, those apprentices. They are. They are. I, I've actually, uh, a couple of times in a couple of races recently, I've backed. Just back the jockeys, yeah, and I got burnt by, yeah. <laughs> by them, of course. But um, no, they've, they've been. Fine. It'll pay off eventually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The right. lower numbers. Uh, well, favorite slot's going against you. He's just going to send the dollar for ninety five and gone nut, and he's going for number three. Simply sparkles at twenty dollars. Oh, coffee. Yeah, I don't mind this coffee combination. Uh, like it's it, it, it's already a winner at the valley. It's stepping back from twelve hundred meters to a thousand meters now. I don't mind the thousand meters for it. Like I reckon it's pretty good, and it's already ticked off the valley. It's drawn six, like it's been. It's got to go up in grade slightly now to a um, seventy from a sixty-four. But I think a thousand meters is going to suit. Like from from get from barrier six. Sorry, not barrier six. Um, <laughs> from barrier six, like I just think it's get, like it's going to. It shouldn't be leading, but I think it's going to get a good spot in the run and should be sitting pretty handy over a thousand meters. And like, there's only eight, ten horses in the field, and I reckon it can sneak in there for like even a place bet at four dollars. I'll be definitely having a one by three, but I think even like I've got to have someone on the win at twenty bucks just in case because these there's a meter scampers at the valley can throw up some rough numbers every now and then. So yeah, absolutely. Already had a like it's already ticked up the valley. I like it at a thousand meters, and if they're sending it there for a reason, I'm definitely going to be sticking with it. So I think that's a pretty rude price in the second race of the day. Sounds good. Uh, I've got one some mark mark down for race three. Do you yep, have? Yep. yep. You oh. got one. I think I I've. <laughs> Go for it. I, I'm going Fabes Costa this time. What the f- After okay. the impact. I, I just looking at his last start, it, it beat, you know, beat the second elect and, and a couple others by about six or seven lengths. So, yeah. you know, winning form is good form. Alana Kelly's riding pretty well as well. So, um, yeah, I'm keen to stick with it, especially at $3.80. It's not like it's a, a two-dollar like, yeah. favorite. So there's a bit of value there if you want to back it. Yeah. Well, one we, and three or something. And, well, yeah. So when, when we were talking last night, you said I've pretty much got a – Tipping every race besides one, and I thought this was the one you wouldn't have had a bet in. No, no, I've, I yeah, I had a few going, but I've, I've tamed it, tamed, <laughs> tamed it, it down bit, a bit, reined, reined it in. But um, <laughs> yeah, I just thought the favourite just looks looks good. I know these three thousand meter races can be pretty. Yeah, you never know. Um, but yeah, I thought winning form is good form, so never know. Never know. Give it a shot. Uh, I've got one in race four. Do you have anything in race four? Uh, I do not. Cool. So I've I've got one. It's number eleven, Moto Man, but it is a dual acceptor for the last race of Morpheville. Uh, so not really watched sure, like not sure what way they're going to go. But if it do, if if it does stick to the value, I'm going to be with it. Uh, led led throughout last start at Sandown behind Acid, like Acid Wash flew home, and it was like a Acid Wash was backed into nearly like an odds on favorite on that um Wednesday meeting of Flemington down the straight like last week of the week like. Whenever they had a meeting, yeah. strictly uh, Flemington races, maybe like a week or two ago, 
Uh, and that was back to the, like it, it just got too far back, never got into it. But I don't mind that form. Join the fence, Damian Lane, Mick Price, and Michael Kent. Damian Lane has elected to ride it where I'm a $12 million mama. He rode and won last start. So he's jumped off that. And he also rides humming as well for the Price and Kent stable. So he, between the three of them, he's elected to go with Moto Man. So I'm definitely following a bit of a jockey pushing with that. Yep. Um, should just lead and go on throughout. I reckon 1,200 meters looks pretty good. If it does get the start here, of course, um, but yeah, if it if it does if it goes to Morphew, I'm probably not going to back it. But if it sticks to the valley, it, I'm definitely going to be on Moto Man in race four. Sounds good. Uh, race five, you got one in here. Race five, I do. Yeah, sure you do too. Best bet of the day. Best bet of the day. Oh, it's one of the best bets. Dunk Al. Yeah, I think I don't know. I don't know why it's. Yeah, I thought it'd be under two dollars. Yep, so did I. I just I can't really see. <laughs> I can't really see the losing, which is a brave thing to say, but um, yeah, I don't know. It just looks too good. I don't know. I don't know. Like this is like it's like those days when you go on, like when you get, get ready for the day. Like, oh, I'm like oh, I'm so confident today. Like today is the day where I'm gonna absolutely rip, let her rip, and uh, yeah, that, that's gonna say enough. That's gonna say enough for me. But I was in the group last night. I thought it was gonna be best bit of the like. You're gonna have to wait till the 30th of December, but I thought this was best bit of the year. Like yeah. I just, like. I've, the only thing I'm scared of is the 53 kilos for independent road. Yep. That's a massive, massive factor. It's definitely but, the weights. Yeah. The weights, yeah, are, like the the, weights the, is a big concern. Yeah. But I, I, I just, like, if, yeah, I don't know. I, I just think it's a different club. Like, I, that's the only inkling why I'm not going to declare it as best bet of the year, but it's it's second best bet of the year, in my opinion. But yeah, I, I can't see Dunkel losing. It's easy, my best bet of the day, and hopefully it salutes with the both of us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, race six, you nothing for me. Nothing. Oh, do I? Have one? I think it, I do. Oh yeah, I do. I've got number seven soaring eagle for the Bright Oak and Jenkins stable. Uh, coming up, coming back off from the Tap Cup, uh, likes the mile. It's only got like a, it's a it's a nine horse race compared to everything else in the field. Piaggio won just recently at Caulfield uh, two weekends ago or the last weekend. I uh, don't really know about that form, but like even going back through. Soaring, Eagle, Soaring Eagles form. It was in the like in like one of the last days of the Flemington Carnival in the Country Classic or something. Only bit, it got knocked off by Picaroon and Euphoric, who have been. I think Euphoric ran in the um, Cranbourne Cup, and Picaroon just placed recently in another. I can't remember the exact race, but like the, the form stacked up pretty yeah, well against yeah. it, and it's not really versing anything that I'm worried about really. And you're getting seven fifty a win and two forty a place for a pretty pretty informed horse. It's it's already run around the value before it can handle it. And you're getting seven fifty a win and two forty a place. So looks a pretty safe each way bet in my opinion. Uh so yeah I'm gonna be with uh soaring eagle in the race six. Beautiful. Uh race seven. Race seven, Zambagini. Number one. I'm tipping Zambagini number one. I think uh I've always liked the horse. It it had a good win first up and then sort of was lackluster second up, but um, yeah, last start sat pretty and, and won pretty well. And I think Celine Gaudre on top take a kilo and a half off and should get a good seat um, in the race. And yeah, I don't know. I think I think by then any track bias will hopefully yeah <laughs> be gone if with the rail at the true. So they should be running be able to run on. So I think yeah, if you can get in, it's nearly one of the better bets on the card as well. <sighs> I'm with the one you tipped last week, Raithi. Raithi? Raithi? I don't even know how to pronounce it, but like it's two from two, track and trip, unfair to the valley, unfair to the track and trip. Billy Egan's two from two on it. Led him one last week. Like like it it was between this and Zamagini, but like the only reason I went is because leader, barrier one. Like it just looks like like it, it it was, I was tossed up between the both of them. 
I yeah. couldn't split them. Like the only reason I picked Raytheon was the barrier, and because yeah. it should just get a better. I'm I'm much more confident that that that's going to get a better run than Zambagini in the night. So I'm just happy to stick with uh, Raytheon. Yeah. I don't think Zambagini. Yeah, so it's only had one start of the mile and hasn't placed in it. Like I can't even yeah. go back and look at the stats of like where it was a core field. In a pretty pretty dominant yeah, race behind well, C, you would have him. So, fifteen hundred or something. Yeah, at, at the, the valley. valley. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. I think, yeah, I think I'm hoping that there'll be a bit of bit of pace on, not not just the easy lead. But yeah, you never know. At, yeah. at the valley, you can't go wrong. Back, back in front, yeah, speed horses. So, exactly right. Uh, race eight. I am in, I am with no one. <laughs> just <laughs> looking at that. Yeah. I am with Miss Tarzi. Miss Tarzi, uh, where, where am I looking? Barrier one as well. Oh, there we go. Right at the bottom. Reese McLeod. Yeah. Barrier one. Similar similar sort of uh, form, winning form, but on speed. I thought barrier one, being on speed at the Valley, like I just said, you can't really go wrong. Yeah. Um, should get a decent run. Doesn't necessarily have to lead. Might sit in behind the speed if someone wants to push push the agenda, but I think uh, at that price, yeah, I'd happy, happily back it each way. Beautiful. I didn't have anything in uh, race eight or race nine. I just had one in the last, and this is favorite slot, Kin. In. Oh, just I was a bit weary of it. Like it's like it's first up one like run down the straight was it, it was it, it wasn't that bad. Like in all things considering, and then that last week at Caulfield, like I think Baldino definitely had definitely had like the the track pattern and everything going against like going with it for the day. And yep. when you're backing horses that are running well against the track pattern for the day, that's definitely a good sign. Um, and he drops from a benchmark eighty four to a benchmark seventy eight. Damian Lane, James Cummings. Barrier ten is going to get back and going to it's it's going to need a bit of luck, but yeah, hopefully, like hopefully by then, like it should be able to get in some good of a spot. And I think Damian Lane will push the button at the right time and be putting it into the race. Depends if he can finish it off strong enough. But I've yeah, I've, I I think Damian Lane sold me just recently at the moment. I, I've been backing him a lot, and I don't really think I can jump off him at the moment. So I'm sticking with the favourite in the last. Well, I'm actually going with Port Albert. Uh, again, on speed runner should lead. Don't know that there'll be too much pace in behind it. Hopefully, yeah. and over the twelve hundred meters, one at the track and trip before. I'm pretty sure. Um, I just think it's it's racing some handy races in, in Canterbury and stuff recently. So I think at uh, ten dollars or whatever it was at, it's a good each way bet. Yeah, beautiful. All right. So that sounds like it's closing out the valley for the boys. Um, we're going to head to Ramwick real quickly. Uh, and then I've got I've got a couple at Eagle Farm, and I believe Joel's got a multi that he's going to send out yeah. uh, after Eagle Farm. So we'll head straight down. We'll head straight up. Sorry to uh, Royal Randwick, which is I'm going to start. I, I think we, the first bet I've got is in race three. I don't think Joel's got no. anything there, but I'm sticking with the favourite in the midway. Uh, run with the tide. It's got a bit of form behind a horse who I'm tipping later in the day, so that's kind of why I've put it in there. But like it's been running around like the money all its all its last couple of starts. Zach Lloyd sticks with. 53 and a half kilos is absolutely nothing. Just looks like, I think, like low weight against, like, there's nothing else really in the thing that's in as good as form, is it really? And you, it's only going to carry 53 and a half kilos. So I don't think it's even how much to worry. Like, I, there's not really too much to worry about. So, like, it's not best bit of the day. I'm still more keen on Dunkel, but this is like best bit of the day at Randwick for me, uh, the favorite in the midway in race three. I've got Mark down here, race six. So I think we both might have one in race six, actually. Yeah. I can look at my, yeah, I do have one. What are you on? I'm on number one, Stonecoat. Yep, ditto. I was, it was kind of the same thing as the other one with the Wraithy and the um, the one that you tipped. Yeah. Like, it's only yep. two seconds ago, but Sam I forgot. Between, yeah, between this and Louisville. So 
I was just like the last couple of weeks it definitely has been playing more leaderish at like in, especially up in Sydney, like Ringwick yep. and Rose Hill being very leaderish. And this I reckon I was on it when I won first up last prep and I was like, Holy shit, this is a good horse. Yeah. And yep. I, I I reckon I've backed it every start since and I don't reckon I can jump off it. Yeah, I think it should just get the easy lead. Barrier one, gay gay waterhouse, Adrian Bott. That's- yeah, I can't yeah. see the wrong. Yeah, it? it's got to carry a bit more weight than Louisville, so that's I was a bit wary there, and like I, I just don't know like how it's going to run on the day. Like if if the if the if they're making up room like late, Louisville's definitely going to be in a contention with like a couple of kgs less. But even the last start, like when when it got when it got rolled by Felix Majestic, um, like Felix Majestic just pinched him away, and like he, like it looked like it had every chance from where it was. We just had too much green to make up. Yeah, I kind of thinking that might happen here again but it is up to 1400 it's up to 1600 meters now from a mile but i just think yeah waterhouse and border got this thing trained up right and it's, it's got a good fresh up record two two starts like from three three starts first up two wins and a third yeah um just yeah I, it, better price and everything so i'm happy to i think we're both pretty happy to stick with stone coat absolutely in race six I've got Mark Danny race seven and i am with uh the favorite once again grabini yeah i think we were on it last start well, well, we we had it in the quaddy. I think this is yeah. when and Felix Majestic not us out of that quaddy after it. Yep. Um. But yeah, that win that win was too good to believe. That, that it's a good horse. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. Not really like it's versing Charterhouse is a maybe a danger. I don't know how it's going to go up or go on the Sydney way or going. Um. But yeah, like that form last start, even like the one it won the Golden Cup, like not the one before at Rose Hill, the one before that. So like the form, it's it's in good form. Loves the loves the mile benchmark a hundred. Kieran McAvoy's got a good association with it, and after its last start win, I'm not jumping off it anytime soon. Yeah, I'm absolutely all over it. I think I think probably best bet of the day. I think Grabini. I think especially like you said, that last start was super impressive. The the race, the start before it sort of back and back and got stuck back wide. Yeah. Didn't really didn't really pan out to suit him. So hopefully from barrier four, he should be able to get a better spot and put himself right in the race, and he'll be running over the top. Uh, I've got a mark down here. Someone's got a bet in race eight. I I do. Do you have one in race eight? Oh, I certainly do. Beautiful. What do you got? I've got Rupertar. Rupertar, yeah. Rupertar, I think. Is that how you say it? Rupertar? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, good good each way odds. I just thought um, it's got a good first up record. I know last last prep it um, it failed, but it only had the one run and they took it. Yeah, got it out paddock, away. So um, if you take that out, it'd be four starts for three wins and one third. So um, yeah, I just thought it'd get, Barrier five shouldn't have any issues getting a nice spot and should be right at the finish. And at those odds, I'm happy to have a look. I'm with another one, a little each way, each way value again. I, I tipped it last time I was on the show. Like I don't even know if I was on the show, but um, Acapella Sun. I like it, it's run last time. I, I don't. It might have been in a highway or something. Um, but it just had nowhere to go. Like it got, it just got way too far back out of its comfort zone. And like it, out of the field, the closers late. He was definitely the best one to my eye. Anyway, uh, steps up now an extra hundred meters. Got to carry a little bit more weight now, but like seven dollars a win at two thirty a place, nine horse field. Like after lights coming up to Saturday Grey for the first time now, dollar magic, dollar magic. Like there's just a lot of ifs and buts, but like yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of Acapella Sun. I reckon I've been on it once or twice when it's had a good win. Uh, it might have been a Rose Hill or something, but like I've whenever I whenever, whenever I'm on a horse that's had a good win, I just kind of remember it. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna yeah. follow this one. And, yeah. This is definitely one of those sources for mine and definitely didn't prove me wrong last. I just didn't get the run to suit. So hoping a bit of a smaller field now will definitely get a better chance in the run and hopefully shouldn't be t- sitting too far off and with uh, a couple of hundred meters ago and might be steaming home too too quick for them in, in all hopes. Race nine is the tab at benchmark 78. 
Uh, do you have one in this? Yeah, I do. It's a bit of a roughie. I sort of uh, just thought I'd have a throw at the stumps in this one. It might not even get a run. It's got no jockey listed for it at the moment, but it's the John O'Shea number 40, Kokoro. Um, so it's... Oh, yeah. Sorry, I don't know where I was looking. <laughs> it's last two starts, last prep. We're both, um, it was wide in both of them, so yeah. it sort of got caught out. Again, I'm, if you saw that, and I'm tipping it from Barry 15, so it's probably not the smartest no. smartest thing in the world. But, um, yeah, I just think $23 and $5.50, I think it's got talent to do it. So if it can get a good spot and, and get a run, I think it'll be right in the finish. But, you know, you're sort of backing on it, finding the spot from that barrier, which yep. is probably not the smart way to spend your money, but anyway. We're all retards at the best of times. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, I'm with the favourite in this. I reckon this was I was what I was alluding to earlier, like earlier from race three with uh, run with the tide. This form behind step aside, I think like it's it's always shown a bit of uh, merit this horse, but it just never could really put it together. But this prep one well first up at Rose Hill. It was on like a Wednesday meeting or something. It was really one of those odd Rose Hill Wednesday meetings. But it looked good there. And then only just got pipped last start in a benchmark seventy two by Fairway Star. I still think it's like it, it was it just. I can sort of remember the race. I just never really got clear air and like had to zig and zag. And I lost momentum like two or three times in the straight and still nearly beat them. So I'm considering that form good here. Um, I'm hoping it's going to stack up earlier in the day with, yeah, run with the tie. But I think that form is going to be pretty good here. And I think it's going to get two winners in the day. So I'm stepping with the favorite uh, step aside in uh, uh, race nine. You've got one in race 10? I don't. I do. It was Union Army, number 11. Favourite. Favourite, yeah. Finished off with a favourite. I thought um, his first up run was all right. And, uh, Austin generally, Rocks. Generally, yeah, generally improved second up. So I just thought um, with 54 kilos on its back and should uh, get a good spot and, and hopefully finish off. I know there's a few decent horses. I know back in temporary or tipped it a few times anyway yeah. and it's let me down. I so, think, yeah, I think I've entered it last couple uh, of times. Plundering, I reckon I nearly tipped last start. So. There's a few horses in here that I don't mind, but they've let me down, so I thought I'd change it up a bit and it'll no doubt come back to bite me. More than likely. Uh, so I think we're I think that'll about wrap us up for Ramwick as well. We didn't have anything you that was it for Ramwick? Oh, that was it for me. Cool. Yep. All right. I I've got I've got three at Doomin that I'll you, you don't have anything for nah, nothing nah. for Doomin. All good. I'll rattle through those pretty I'll rattle through these pretty quick. I reckon we get some money in the first race of the day with a, a little bit of value too. Race one number one, Jamaldi. Uh I didn't mind it's first up like it's First up run at Doom and was in a 1100 meters benchmark 80. Uh, only lost by come third, come fourth by 0.7 of a length. Then it went to a benchmark 75 and only just got pipped by 0.4 of a length. Drop back's grade even more to a benchmark 70, where a lot of things are first up, second up. Like I don't really know how fit they're going to be, but I think this thing now, third up, right, like fit to go. CJ Graham's riding a good form up there. Takes a kilo and a half off. Best, it's, I agree, it's. Drawn barrier one, which I don't know is the best bar- barrier for Dooman, but I think it's definitely going to – it's not going to have any issues from there. And you get $9 to win and 270 a place. And it's, it's already had it's already had back in from what I'm looking at right now. So I'll be with number one in the first race for a bit of each way of value. Uh, my other bet of the day there is race three, number three, Eaglemont for Blake Shin and Matty Dunn. Uh, and it, it, it come pretty close to what I – this race at Rose Hill, it was, it was like an, I can't remember what the exact race was, but I reckon I was on it that day and it come from ne- like nearly stone motherless last and I nearly just pipped him off um, in that race. And like, I think Zagalo's come out and that ran in, uh, I reckon that might have run in Moody, Moody Valley last week. If I, if yeah. memory, I think yeah. it was in one of the main races there just recently. I, I can't really remember it went too well or not, but like the form's definitely stacking up in like better form races than this, this time of year. 
back, it's it's back now to uh, 1,615 metres. So I think like I don't really know if that's going to suit it too well, but like even the run before the 1,600-metre race at Rainwick, which I, I believe was the little dance um, on uh, – Melbourne Cup Day. Yeah, no, sorry, it might have been the big dance. I can't even remember. Yep. But yeah, like the, that that form for this kind of race just looks too good to believe. And Blake Shin's Blake Shin is is the big is the ultimate gear change on these kind of races. So I'm happy to stick with the jockey and back Blake Shin on race three number three. And my last bet. Oh, it's, it's actually a two bet. I've got two bets in in the one race here. Uh, it's the race day, the Magic Millions Nudge Stakes. I'm going with number two, Parasail, Blake Sheen once again. Uh, I, I, I kind of written off Parasail down the straight um, just recently at Flemington behind General, like General Bow came out and beat it. So take that take that with what you will. But Parasail did a lot better than I thought it was going to. Like it, it definitely it definitely is a 1,200 metre horse. I think Blake Sheen can definitely get a good ride from barrier nine, even if he just snags back to like sitting too often, like with a, like a couple hundred metres ago when he peels. I think Blake Sheen is going to get this thing going at the right time and it's going to be bloody hard to beat. But the other one I want to back in the race, which is, which is a bit of an a bit of an enigma horse up there, which is Chinny Boom, and I reckon it's got a it's it's got a little bit of talent. This horse, um, it's been spruced around as a one of their like it's just like one of those outback. Like it's been racing up like Rockhampton and stuff. Like it's a it's it's a winner up there. But I I, I generally think it's got a bit of talent, and you're getting seven dollars a win and two thirty five a place. Um, like in a big field, like it's not amazing value, but like for the kind of horse it is, and it's definitely like it's a Queensland horse, so it's sticking up in its home turf, and it, it might be, it, it might not be winning. Like it's it's got a verse Parasail, who's like nearly Group One company at best, and this is a benchmark horse up there. But a local trained horse loves the track, loves the distance, and just it, it looks too good of a bet at seven dollars. So I'm not going to let that go around with that having a little bit of a go at it. And I think that, like, I didn't have anything else on Morpheville for the day. So I think that's about me and my tips done. But I, I believe JC has a little multi to send us off to send us off on. Yeah, I thought I'd chuck together a little multi for the weekend. I, um, <clears throat> there was a few horses I liked. I could probably uh, take them for the win, but I've, I've gone sort of a bit safe. So in saying that, I'll probably still lose, but whatever. Um, so we're going to start off race two, number two, a little deep to place. Yep. It's like $1.30. Doesn't matter. Race five, number one, Dunkel to place, dollar forty. Race seven, number one, Zambagini to place at dollar sixty. And then gonna go to Sydney, race seven, number four, Group Beanie, gonna take it to win. To win. Two dollars eighty. And then race ten, number eleven, Union Army to place at dollar fifty five. What's it all up at? And it comes out about thirteen bucks or Shit, something. That's actually like not that, so, bad, eh? Yeah, it's pretty good. So, did you do did you do one with um Grubini to place? No, I haven't had a look. It'd be I can still be all right. Still yeah, I was going to say, like, if the wind's 260, you'd be still... Yeah, eight bucks or something oh, for shit. the... Yeah. I'm not too sure. All right, well, I, I, I expect to be seeing everybody's winning tip slips when that comes in, and if, especially <laughs> if there's a couple of X's in there, send that through, and I'll, I'll know who I need to send them through to. Yeah. But yeah. he might not be here once again. Or Actually, I'm not going to be here next week. I've got a golf trip next week, so I don't know if the boys... I'll leave me doing a show, but I think the week after that is Magic Million, so we'll have to get an app out yeah, for that. Uh, it's one of the best racing carnival days for the summer carnival, anyway. So we'll make to get we'll make sure to get one out for that. Um, but I'm not, I'll maybe not one next week. I'll have to have to discuss with the team and see if they yeah. see if their agendas line up. But hopefully, everybody we've tipped you in with a few winners. Hope you all tip yourself into some winners as well, and hope to have hope everyone had a good Christmas, and we'll see you all next year. Yeah, absolutely. See you next year. Oh,